Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. On today's FitBite, we'll be looking at the best social media platforms to post content on as a fashion brand. As a fashion brand, you obviously have a story you wanna tell and being able to be selective and strategic about the platforms you use to get that story out there is going to go a long way towards not only building your brand, but making sure your voice is heard. So in this episode, we'll go through the five key platforms that I consider using and we'll explain how to curate your posts so that you can maximize visibility and get as much engagement as you can to keep you pushing forward and to keep telling your brand's story. Obviously, as a fashion brand, you have a lot of content to put out and you want to do so in a way that is efficient and gets your message across. You also want to make sure that the users that you're intending to target are using the platforms that you're actually distributing on. So do bear that in mind. There are a ton of great platforms to pick, but my top five are definitely going to be Pinterest, Facebook for some, Twitter, Instagram is a great option, and LinkedIn for a more professional setting. When it comes to platforms to post on, one of my personal favorites is definitely going to be Pinterest. So Pinterest has sort of two ways that you can use it. You can either use it as a pinner, which is essentially creating your own boards and pinning content created by others. This is a great way to allow yourself to curate these boards and to share content and to share your taste with other people. A great option for like fashion bloggers and other personalities, but my personal take on it is especially as a brand you'll want to create your own content and pinterest is really interesting because it actively encourages the pinning or reposting of other people's content so if you are able to create content around your brand that is engaging visually appealing aesthetic it's going to get pinned by others on their own boards and that's going to help it achieve virality right whereas on instagram you're not necessarily encouraged to repost other people's content On Pinterest, you are. So this is a great way to get eyeballs looking at it. One big thing about Pinterest is, yes, it's extremely visually oriented. So posts with a lot of text in them don't necessarily work. And it's not necessarily like Instagram stories where you can post succession. So you can't post a post that has multiple posts in it. So do bear that in mind. It's all about creating a singular placard post and to have that be part of a larger mood board. So the idea of pins is that you get to see them in their context. One thing to note as well is when it comes to the format, I definitely recommend going for a nine by 16 vertical format, sort of like Instagram stories. That's to maximize the screen real estate and to make sure that your pins are getting the most amount of visual exposure possible. When it comes to timings, so Pinterest is also interesting in the sense that it's a quite engaged form of user engagement. So typically the user sessions tend to be a bit longer than traditional social settings. So between 8 to 11 p.m. seems to be a very popular time to post on Pinterest because users are actually scrolling they're actively pinning at that time. And between 2 to 4 p.m. is also another great window. So number two is going to be Facebook. This is a platform that definitely needs no introduction. And Facebook is interesting in the sense that nothing productive happens on Facebook. 
but it is a place for you to really engage your users, especially as a brand. And you want to focus on the storytelling aspect of content creation. So two main kind of post types that I see work really well on Facebook are one, which is a video visual format in a four by five aspect ratio. So 1080 by 1350. This is great. And I'll definitely recommend keeping it under a minute long. Tell a story, be engaging, um, let Facebook actively encourage the reposting of your videos. So one thing that Facebook has done recently is it's sort of incorporating videos into a real style where again, you just keep scrolling endlessly and it'll suggest new videos for you. This is a great way to kind of get discovered. One big thing I would say about Facebook videos is make sure that you're including closed captions if you're telling a story. So most people are typically watching Facebook without audio and being able to tell a story in a way that can be understood by many people, even non-native English speakers is going to be key. So maybe consider adding closed captions or adding subtitles. Also, another kind of photo way to tell a story on Facebook is going to be through a carousel post. Carousel post is a singular post with multiple cards or images attached to it. So users are going to be encouraged to swipe through that post. And the idea here is that you create a flow. It doesn't necessarily have to be a singular story, but it can be that you're showcasing a collection or a specific detail set. In this case, you'll want to keep your posts to a four by four or a square format when it comes to time to post. So again, Facebook, like I said, is not necessarily a uber productive place. So you'll notice a lot of users are logging on in transition periods of their time. So either early morning when they first wake up, getting a morning coffee or usually around lunchtime. So that's either between 7 and 9 a.m. or between 1 and 3 p.m. Number three, we have Twitter and Twitter is interesting because it sort of sets itself as the black sheep of this social media set. The reason I call it the black sheep is Twitter can be a minefield. It's a place where people are actively sharing their own opinions. Um, it can be quite toxic if done the wrong way. But Twitter is also a great opportunity to create authenticity, to engage with your customers in a way that is not necessarily allowed in other platforms because Twitter encourages you to post often and to post in very minute snippets text-based snippets. It's a way to kind of give your customers up to date or minute by minute updates. If that's something that is a possibility or if that's something that is relevant, obviously you don't want to spam people, but Twitter has that appeal to it that other platforms don't necessarily have. One big thing I love about Twitter is it does give you the opportunity to create authenticity. It's a way to kind of show a behind the scenes in a way that other platforms don't necessarily allow you to also, with Twitter, the idea is to keep your comments short, simple, straightforward to the point. And at the same time, it's extremely well, it's extremely important that they are well written. When it comes to posting on Twitter, typically the best post times are 5 to 6 p.m. That seems to be a ideal time, usually when most people are heading home or commuting home after work or between 12 and 1 p.m., which is usually lunchtime during work. So these are ideal times if you're looking to engage on Twitter to get more information or potentially to make your own posts. Number four is going to be a platform that definitely needs no introduction. And this is Instagram. Instagram is a bit of a tricky one because it's such a behemoth of a platform with so many opportunities to post in different formats and different scenarios. They are a ton of ways, but one great way to get started would be through your stories. And even in stories, you have options. You'll want to go with a nine by 16 portrait format in 1080 by 19 20 pixel ratio and where you're going to want to start here is either by telling a story by creating a succession of Instagram story posts 
that all relate to the same topic to give a flow or a narrative. At the same time, there's an opportunity to post less curated and less like dolled up pictures that are going to allow you to create authenticity, to show behind the scenes and to engage more closely with your customers that can either reply, provide expressions, uh, provide reactions to these stories. Then moving into the Instagram main page, which are your grids, you're going to have the option to post singular posts. Here, I would recommend four by five, which is going to be 1080 across, 1350 down. And this can either be in picture format or video format. Bear in mind when it comes to video, you're going to be limited to a single minute per post. Then you have options to do carousel style posts. Similar to Facebook, this is an option to expand on a singular post and to essentially use different slides to tell more of the story. So again, you'll wanna look at creating a story that is worth telling or to expand on a topic that you think is worth looking at. For example, if you have a collection that you're launching, you can show an overview of that collection on the first slide and then encourage users to swipe right to see different views and different details of that same collection. Next, we also have Instagram Reels. So Instagram Reels are quite similar to TikTok or Facebook's Reels. It's a continuous slideshow of videos which users will swipe through. It's extremely addictive and a great place to achieve organic virality on Instagram, similar to how the Explore page used to work in the past. If you wanna create more like curated content for Instagram stories or the Instagram portrait format, look at IGTV. It essentially works like YouTube episodes where you can create these end-to-end -end episodes that are not capped by a one minute time frame mark. So this is also a great opportunity to put out more consistent and more curated and professional looking episodes regarding your brand, sort of like behind the brand or new collections um, or interviews that you're doing with influencers, so on and so forth. When it comes to the timing, Instagram is all over the place, but like other platforms at the beginning of the day, typically between seven to 9 a.m. So seven to 9 a.m. is going to be a great time. At the end of the day, five to 6 p.m. And funny enough, between two and 4 a.m. also registers as a time frame. So look out for that. And last but not least, it's going to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a little bit different than the others in the sense that it's structured itself as a more professional setting. So creating specific types of content for LinkedIn are going to be key. It's a great place to engage as an industry professional, to create B2B network connections, and ultimately to have a more standardized and professional look at the industry space that you're working in. When it comes to creating content for LinkedIn, it's definitely not about showing off or creating a very visual or aesthetic look to a lot of your posts. Obviously you want them to look polished and well put together, but it is a lot more educational and it's a lot more about talking about the facts and the industry standards and just making sure that you are putting out informed content that can empower others and can create a conversation around pressing topics. So it's a great place for you to just gather information and to absorb information, to connect with others that have similar mindsets and to ultimately distribute content that is educational, can empower others in the industries that you're in. So as a fashion brand, this is a unique opportunity to really set yourself apart from other brands that are just sort of doing it on a very visual basis on other platforms. When it comes to posting on LinkedIn, right around 12 p.m. sharp seems to be a good time. Also at the end of the day, five to 6 p.m. and more during the end of the day. So after dinner between 7.30 to 8.30 p.m., sort of when you're having that productive after hours, it seems to also be a great time to post on LinkedIn. 
Well, that is a wrap, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of FitBite and have been encouraged to consider creating content and putting your name out there, telling your brand's story, and to create a more organic and engaged customer base. Yes, there is a time and place to create paid posts on all of these platforms, but actively creating content is going to exercise your ability to tell your story, to know who you are, and to create an engaged and organic customer base that is going to support you long-term. If you guys enjoyed this episode of FitBite, please consider smashing a thumbs up and leaving a review, letting us know how we did. It really does help us out. If you guys want to see more content like this, consider subscribing to the playlist and tune in next week where we'll be discussing even more sports or related topics. Thank you guys once again for tuning into this episode of FitBite. Until next week's, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next, and until next time, stay awesome.